Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Pitch Pod. Joe, how are you doing? Jeff, I'm good. I'm happy to be here, part of the Pitch Pod. Excited to see, rather talk about the review from last week's Champions League match and looking into what we're going to discuss this week. And we are talking about Man City and their recent match with Real Madrid, Champions League. And it was a fun one. And I think, you know, I did predict the draw. I did see this happening with Vinicius Jr. and with Kevin De Bruyne. I saw those two as being impact players, even though the game was kind of billed as the Benzema v. Holland matchup. So, uh, I, I feel pretty good about that, but what were your kind of takeaways from this match? Yeah, I think if you go back to our previous episode, I did think that Mares was going to get the nod from Pep to start this. I thought, think that the attacking qualities that he provides was going to be utilized to exploit the defense that Real Madrid. Instead, he chose Silva, which, I, which is understandable. Looking at a player that maybe has a little bit more dynamicism about him and or a little bit more of a ability to play multiple roles, namely dynamic midfielder that could play off of Kevin De Bruyne to create chances there. And then as a means to be able to be more of attacking threat centrally, as opposed to being further out wide on the wing, whereas Amara. So I thought that was maybe something that was, we got, or I rather I, I got off in the sense that didn't quite align with what we thought, but nonetheless, I mean, it still got the job done in the sense of they were able to be a strong attacking side and really dominate in that sense. I always really thought that from there that, Manchester City could have should have won that match based on that but it's always going to be a hard ask to go into and face a Real Madrid team on the road and, and provide a stronger support and score even more goals than the one I thought they could have easily scored a couple few in that one yeah no I re- I remember you uh suggesting that yeah would, would it be Maraz or Silva that got the start and Pep obviously chose to start Silva which Turned out to be a good decision. Uh, he he brings that consistency. Even though I'm a big fan of Mares and I think he makes plays happen, he does have a tendency to turn the ball over quite a bit. So when you have guys like Grealish and Silva, De Bruyne, and of course Holland to work with, yeah, Man City is is a dangerous, dangerous team. Um, but my man of the match is. Vinicius Jr. because of his ability to change up his attack as what we've been suggesting that he does here at the pod is instead of only going down that left side of the field, he actually cut into the middle of the field, made himself available, and then converted when it was time to convert, which was awesome. So I don't know, Joe, do you think we're being listened to by Real Madrid? Are are they taking some of our advice here at the pod or what's the deal? I think more so it's just been a slow progression, really trying to I mean as a player, he's still at a place and a time and an age where he can develop his talent further. And whether it be specifically Ancelotti looking at that and seeing that on his own, picking out this idea like, wow, it really is a means to have a little bit more dynamicism himself as a attacking threat. Just being able to, like you said, aside from just being able to take a player on one V one on the, towards the in line, now, now he's utilizing his ability to cut inside and, and be a, a striker in a sense of being able to find the back of the net that way. So I think that's exciting for him as a player, exciting for Real Madrid. And I think if they continue to go on and utilize that strength and attack, it's going to be a difficult task for anybody to defend. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it, this game was billed as Holland v Benzema. And obviously the two goal scorers were De Bruyne and Vinicius Jr. My man of the match, as I was just explaining, was Vinicius Jr. Joe, let me guess, Kevin De Bruyne. I think you have to go that route in the sense that whenever you're getting the equalizer, Kevin De Bruyne, he, I mean, he does what he needs to do to score the equalizer. It's a big goal in this match. And again, it could have been a couple, not only for him, but others. So always in that sense, when you score the goal to go level, it's going to be indicative of, of a great performance from a player. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so looking ahead, we are focusing on the enter the AC Milan matchup. Both teams out of the Serie A t- league, both teams, historic, historic franchises out of Milan, Italy. So I'm super excited for this one. Obviously, Inter is up with a 2-0 um, advantage. It's looking good for them going into this match with that kind of lead with the aggregate score. What's AC Milan formation-wise, player-wise, what do they have to do to get back into this uh, Champions League match, Joe, in order to possibly move on? What, what does this team have to do? Well, I don't think you'll see too much of a change in terms of formation. They've been for the whether it be in league play or in the Champions League matches leading up to this, been playing in a 4 2 3 1, looking to you know be strong in possession and looking to circulate and move the ball quickly to create chances and opportunities. I mean, can you find or can they get to Olivia Giroud? Can he be a deciding factor? Can he, he we know he gives it in score goals at this in this game at this time. I mean, it's going to be very important that he shows up and does, does so in this upcoming match. So it's going to. A strong team effort coming out early. We know really going all in to, to get back one early would be would change the complexion of this. I mean, to go get a second by the half to be, you know, to be level in the aggregate at the half to be, that's going to put a lot of pressure, intense pressure on Inter Milan. So I think AC Milan really just has to be confident in themselves to go for this, to continue to do what they need to do if they're going to get through. Yeah, AC Milan, they may not have the star power necessarily as Inter with Martinez, Lukaku, and their ability to score. However, they have a lot of veteran players that know the game, and so I'm not counting them out by any means necessarily, uh, but I am leaning more towards Inter for this match. So, Joe, my prediction is Inter winning this 1-0. And I think it's fair. I think that's really close to where I was. I think, again, there's no reason to suggest that they couldn't score two Inter Milan there. And I just don't want to count AC Milan out to not have a option. Maybe again, it's like I suggest an early goal, get the complex change, but maybe just enough to then again, get Inter Milan to do what they need to do to, to win this one, to go forward and at, through the aggregate. So I, I see Inter Milan also winning this two, one. Fair enough. Fair enough. We both have Inter moving on and, yeah, I, I, I think we both probably have Man City moving on. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun games. It's going to be a great final, no matter who moves on. We're looking forward to watching those competitions. Um, but thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. If you like what we're doing, please support us here at the pod by hitting that like, that subscribe. You know what? Leave a comment. Joe and I, we're looking for dialogue. We're looking for conversations. So please feel free to leave a comment and, and we'd, we'd be happy to respond to you if you have questions or uh, anything that we can follow up on. So um, please feel free to do that. But as always, enjoy the game. It should be a good one and keep pitching out there, everyone.
in a game, the round ball, round posts, anything can happen.